<laughs> Hello and welcome to an all new episode of Men and Women Talk, the Mars Venus Show. This is episode 126. I am so happy to be here on this July 15. And we're going to have a great show for you all. Joining me is my wonderful, beautiful, talented co-host, the one and only Shannon Ford Jefferson. How are you doing? Hi, Light and Love from Key West, Florida. How are you, Kente? I'm doing really good. You know, I'm sitting here chilling, uh, even though it's hot. <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to this show tonight. It's going to be a good one. I think so. We got some beautiful ladies in uh, the room, locked and loaded, ready to answer all our questions. So really exciting. All right. So this is our fourth chapter in our uh podcasters who talk about relationships and we just talk about podcasters period or streamers whatever you call them and uh today we have two wonderful ones again uh all ladies so uh this is pretty awesome i'm gonna start off with angela how are you doing angela i'm great and how are you i'm doing excellent and um you do podcasting with your wonderful husband right yes and he was going to be on but because i couldn't get on from Mm -hmm. home I had to run out of the house to try to connect, and he was not running out with me. He's not about to lie. <laughs> he had to escape. Okay, that's what's up. All right. Well, I'm glad that you are here, and we'll talk more in depth about your program. And thank you for coming back on the show. Thank you for having me. And also joining us, this woman, her name is LA. I would have sworn she's been doing this thing for like years. Uh, she just really started this year. Uh, it's the one and only LA Wade. How you doing, LA? I'm doing okay. How are you guys doing? Excellent. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. She's the one earner on the show because she's all the way over there in uh, Toronto. So, yeah, but by way way of Grenada, though. So, so you're, how would you say it? Torontonian Grenada? No, you said Canadian Grenadian. Please get it right. Canadian (laughs) Grenada? Canadian, Canadian, Grenadian. Grenadian. Is it Grenadian? Grenadian? We the north. Cannabis. Oh. Land of the cannabis. Land of the free. Uh, but I thought you, you rep Grenada, though, more than Toronto, don't I you? I do rep Grenada a lot more. But I wasn't born there. I was born here in Toronto. Oh, okay. In my heart, you were born in Grenada, though. I, I just picture you, <laughs> you know, on the island, climbing up in the tree, knocking coconuts down. Really, Kente? Really? <laughs> On that note, <laughs> well, in the that's, party, that's my in my in my mind's eye. So, but anyway. maybe when we were twelve, I'm sure she's not climbing in trees right now. At least not those type of trees. No, we'll to those later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when we talk about the cocktail, um, yes, cocktail. Yes. So we're so um I, I want to even though you guys have been on the show before. I want to first start off because I don't think we've ever did any kind of a background on you ladies, uh, really. And I want to start off with you, Angie. Um, you've, you know, you've been on social media for a while. You've done programs with your husband as well as I see you on. Um, you got to excuse me. The name of that show that comes on Facebook. Critical dialogue. Critical dialogue. First of all, um, for those critical discussion. Critical discussion. Okay. For those who don't know about it. Give give a little insight into that show because it's a good show. Okay, so there is um, a guy that I grew up with actually in Orlando. He now is in New York, but he's a hip hop Christian DJ. 
And so he has a pastor friend that believes that most of the people that are Christians are not living the right way or or have watered down Christianity and that blah, 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 blah. So he had, so people see him as extreme. And I ended up getting on the show because one time I was following, watching the show and I was typing, he was like, can you come and say, you know, the other side of it? Because I believe there's another side of Christianity, not just dogmatic, like mm-hmm. what he was doing. Like even the stuff that I agreed with, the way he was, you know, bringing it to pass was kind of like, and I was like, that's not what you do as Christians, you know, to kind of beat people down. So on Tuesdays, we have this discussion and it's usually pretty intense because everybody's view is so drastic and everybody in the comments are quoting a thousand scriptures and it's just kind of crazy. But I didn't know that I got to be a reoccurring role, but now I am one of the people on every week is me me that the uh extreme pastor and then the uh host of the show now this brother this brother is a stream um i think even uh i think uh peter and paul would be like calm down a little bit <laughs> so but uh, i i like him though but he's he's entertaining though he's a very entertaining person to listen to and it, it he comes off like he he's coming from the heart so you know he don't he don't some people you don't like because they you they they feel disingenuous this brother really you believe that he believes what he's saying so therefore yeah i like him in that regard they had this one conversation and i, I don't want to dwell on it too much but they had this one conversation about um kanye west's church that was the first one that i heard and that was really good y'all got to check that out uh it was a very good dialogue about it, and I, I really and I was on his side. With I was, well, I was too on that right. one. I was too. That's what I'm saying. We have we have some of the same beliefs. I just think that he's extreme in in the way that he delivers it. I believe you should you you win people through love, and then you you know deliver your message. He's just like, well, you just tell them, and it might hurt their feelings. Jesus hurt people's feelings, kind of like I'm like, yeah, but no. So that's where we differ at. I don't. What what chapter was that? That Jesus hurt people's feelings. Well, I mean, Jesus said some 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 harsh things that people didn't like quite frequently, um, and it, it's it's quite a few things. We actually just went over some of that stuff last week, and and he didn't like you know God is love, but he also said this is what it is. I mean, Jesus gave you wrath as well as love as well as his commandments, and so. He just kind of brings wrath all the time to me when he when he talks. Yeah, but I I feel like Jesus said it like it was. I don't feel like he was out to hurt nobody. Well, we didn't say, but you but you can you can be out to, not to hurt anybody, but people get hurt by what you say. Yeah, all the time. It's free, but it don't always feel good. Like when I when I at times I have like even when I preach, I tell people stuff and it hurts their feelings. I wouldn't have to hurt their feelings. I'm telling them what God said. Like. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, it is what it is. Sometimes when things step on your toes, as in relationships or anything, <laughs> you're going to hurt their feelings. And he is more extreme with the marriage portion of it than anything. I love, he it. Feels I love like that part. Women, women can't do anything except for their husbands say they should be home. Kind of like the barefoot and pregnant thing. Uh, we have to get permission to do anything. So I believe in <laughs> submission, but he is on level 5,000 trillion. 
I love this guy. This guy, ladies, y'all need to listen to this brother. He knows what he's talking. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because I have to, I have to pray and get my mind right. Because he is on a whole nother. We gotta get him on the show. Actually, you know what? Let me get him. No, you shouldn't. No, you shouldn't. You can put him on your cinema the fromage. No, no, you just don't want to hear the. Oh my God! If you if you listen to him talk, he brought some girl in there last week. They asked what she married, and she was like, yes, but no. I'm married to the Holy Spirit first. He was like, what? Yeah. yeah. So, no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah, he yeah, yeah Shannon, you, Shannon, you know, you said I'm here for that. I was not here for that. I have to pray before I get on this show every week, because I'm like, it's too much. Yeah, like, cool. do you? I was like, do you let your wife talk? He said, I said, does your wife get a chance to talk? He said, when I let her, I said, oh. Oh, oh okay. wow, man. I have some of those words. words. Let me pick up my earrings. Look, what you mean? I said, Oh, he's old. Testament. Okay, then he's old. Testament, <laughs> and he can so. be old testament. Him, the old testament, and his cover on the couch. Because yeah, you will let me get some words in, not when you walk well, right here and right now. Oh. I mean, I believe that now. I believe that the man is head of household. Oh, absolutely. Those things that he talks about, but the way that he relays it is he says you're not to take her for granted, but then I don't know. It's really weird his point of view on everything. So, hmm. yeah. okay, yeah. so we're going to move right down the road on that conversation. Wow. Um, we're not gonna hang on, we're not gonna dwell on a brother who ain't here who can't defend himself or burn at the stake. You don't, um, you don't want to look or burn at the stake, however, he chooses represented. Um, so tell us about your show with your husband. Um, how long you've been doing that and how it got started? Uh, we have been doing it for 10 years, however, we have been okay. uh on pause now for about uh, six months consecutive because he changed job positions and his hours are in the afternoon when we did our shows. And so all okay. we have is Friday and Saturday, which we try to be booed up at that time and not do a show. So I'm sure we'll get around to it. But I'm more impressed with um, being happily married than showing you that I'm happily married. Sorry. I am not mad at that. Y'all could do like a two minute second of this is what happiness looks like. Like I, there's a couple on Facebook that does something kind of like that, and it is hilarious to me. Um this is what and they only been there for three or four minutes. Okay. We've been we've been trying to get so I will I will pick your brain a little bit later about that because we I will see definitely everywhere we go I stumble people like where's your show? I miss it. You know, I go watch the reruns and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry we're going to get around to it. But, you know, just in all honesty, when I get time with him, I just rather focus on him instead of trying to go live and what we're going to talk about and how long we're going to be on. Oh, I'm here for it. I mean, we, we watch it. But we do marriage, premarital counseling. We do um, marriage counseling, people that are already married, uh, marriage, already married. Um, so right. we are still now we still that do that portion of it one on one with couples because um, mm -hmm. it's, it's me and it's me and him with a husband and wife so it's a little bit different than just having one person because you get both perspectives and usually that usually we can say stuff that you can't say to your husband or wife 
And yeah. we're like, okay, she just trying to tell you this, or he just trying to say that, or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So usually it works out pretty well. We've had, I would say, a 99% uh, success rate with the people that we've counseled. The one that we didn't was in an abusive relationship. And by that means, I'm telling you to, I didn't tell you to run, yeah. but I don't have any words to help you at that moment. No, absolutely. And sometimes we have to talk about those elephants in the room. <laughs> Speaking of elephants in the room, um, LA, yeah. tell us about your show and your co-host. Look at you, and how you Look at you with the segue. I know, girl, I'm here for it. So how did you guys start the elephant in the room and tell us about your co-hosts and kind of how the transition has occurred because you have moved from one platform to the next. Yeah, okay. So the elephant in the room actually started simultaneously with cocktails. If if it didn't start simultaneously, cocktails was actually first. And okay. just the way that my personality is, I kind of just call things out the way that I see them. And it usually mm -hmm. makes people cringe. But I'm doing it from love because I believe that if you address the things that you actually don't want to talk about or that you're avoiding, that there's love and peace and empathy and joy and all of those other things on the other side, if you're willing to go through it with that person. And I thought that I could have a group discussion about what's going on in the Black community um, in terms of the elephants that we don't address as a community in order to have those very same things happen, to go through it not around it, not over it, not under it, um, but to go through it so that we have a deeper understanding of ourselves and each other and can hopefully yeah. relate to one another with love and empathy. So that's how the Elephant Room started. I began it out of my house. Just I tried filming it. I tried just doing a, an audio version of it. Um, then Dr. Vibe introduced me to Get Vocal, and I thought this might be a really mm -hmm. great way to do it, but I wasn't sure how. And then Kinte provided the opportunity through Indie Radio to do the 24-hour show, and we just jumped on the opportunity to do it. I, at that time, Boogie was my co-host, um, Mike Truth, the Nomad, and he was like representing the millennial side of things, and I'm Generation X, so we were able to speak between generations to one another about the issues that are going on. And we just thought it was a really great way. So what happens is, um, from there, I kept thinking that our conversations on Get Vocal kept missing the point of what it is that we were trying to get at. And, and then an opportunity came forward through TCN, which is mytcntv.com, for us to do it on a different format with a producer, throwing to and getting I guess. Um, yeah, and so that launched just a little while ago, and I now have a new co-host because I think Boogie wants to um, focus more so on his music, on his other community stuff. He's kind of just coming into his own, um, and if you talk to him, I guess he will tell you more details, but um, I now have another co-host by the name of Sheldon, who was actually a student of mine at U of T, uh, but I work with adult students, so not... So this man is, a, he's a man, he's not a child. Um, he's from Trinidad and he's also a psychotherapist in training. So I felt that he was a great um, person to, well, nobody can replace Boogie, but I think that he could be a great asset to the conversation because he can give the depth of the psychology that our, our community needs. And, and possibly if we ever get the opportunity 
to you know speak to people where they're where they are and hopefully get to a deeper understanding of themselves so that they can relate better to the community so that's how that started um cocktails with la is a brand is an old brand new venture that i have resurrected as a result of my own struggles with um with men <laughs> i'm divorced i have two boys um i date i meet a lot of people but i can't seem to understand how this thing functions but on a very serious note i come from a place of being molested and raped as a child many times over from the time i was five years old all the way into my deep teenage years and so it developed a propensity in me towards wanting to um, engage in high level sexuality I just came off of a celibacy run and that was interesting, but I do all of these things full on so that I can learn more about myself and to heal all mm -hmm. of the things that have I've brought with me from my childhood into my older years. And I mm -hmm. want to take people on that journey with me and give them the opportunity to share their own stories as well. Um, so some of the stories will be not so humorous, but majority of it is going to be light and fun. I, I don't think I want to dwell in the seriousness of sexual addiction in a sense. We'll break that all down in the first show, which I'm hoping will be sometime coming up very soon in the next couple of weeks. We just released a promo. And um, so I'm excited about that. But that's how Cocktails with LA started. And there's a lot of things brewing in the background in, in regards to that brand. Yay, that's exciting. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. I'm excited too. I'm excited to take everybody with me as I, as I heal and um, experiment. I mean, it's got to be good too, right? There's got to be some good yeah. stuff on the other side of the pain. I, I've been preaching this my whole, my whole life. So I'll bring to that. It yeah. is. It is. I, I will tell you. So it is. I'm, I'm looking forward to that part of it. But sometimes you got to go through the ugly stuff. And if I can share that ugly stuff with people, then they might learn how to do some stuff for themselves. And hopefully we all end up with great sex, shiny skin, and happy relationships. <laughs> well, we can get just saying. We get two of those at least. <laughs> uh, definitely gonna have shiny skin like up here. Mm. Look oh. at Angela's face. Don't kill me. <laughs> I know Angela's over there popping, but she's also getting it popping on a regular. No, we're gonna we're gonna go back into your uh your individual shows but what we've been doing with our guests on this topic is we've been bringing up topics and just getting you guys uh getting our guests point point of view so um one thing i want to talk about that we haven't talked about with the other podcasters uh as far as our relationships is um courting and uh we did a show on it earlier this year and um it's something that's uh, it's known as an old art form, <laughs> you know, oh, the idea of courting of woman, you know, and uh, all of that. Um, so, you know what? I'm gonna start off with you, Angela. When you when you hear the the term courting, what does it mean to you? First, let's start it off there. To me, it's the old term. It's what my mom and dad say. We say dating; they say courting. Mm -hmm. um, but I do know that. Um, dating slash courting was different back in the day. You know, it was talking to your parents. It was kind of um, 
you know, asking for permission to date you, court you. Um, it was more of a wooing. It was a process. They were trying to show you that they liked you, get to know you. They invested in you. Um, I believe that's why more of the relationships back in the day lasted. My parents are married for 59 years right now. They courted, you know what I'm saying? My sister and her husband were married for 39 years. They courted. So there's definitely um, a pattern of people that have long-lasting relationships. They courted. Like the people I know that have been married for 40, 50 years, all courted. It's very, it's very rare now that you find somebody that did not have a courtship that have a long-lasting relationship. Mm. Do you think that um, just starting off on that footing is what makes the relationships go longer? Um, just you're starting off properly, so. Definitely starting off properly lays the foundation for the for the right relation for the right long-lasting marriage. Um, it can still last long, but then you talk about counseling and fixing. And it's hard to fix some things that have been done and undo some things that have been done. So if we can do it right the first time, I don't have to fix the damage I did to you or have done to you or the wrong words I've said to you or things like that if we learn the right way. What does that say to, and we're going to talk specifically to, to men in this situation, what does it say to to a male who has to court a woman into marriage? Um, what do you think that's different than if that process doesn't happen? We'll, we'll go back to you. Angela. Yeah, we'll go back to you, Angela, and then we'll go to LA. So what's different if they don't? Have yeah, I mean, like, what do what do you think? Because you obviously believe that that enhances the future. So what is it? What does that say to the male about the woman that he is pursuing? Um, if he does a courtship. Well, you get to know some things about them when you're courting them because you try. They they paid attention to what you like, what you didn't like, what's your favorite color, what makes you smile. They paid attention to detail, and so now there's so many guys that's just dating so many women. You're on the dating app. You're just doing whatever, and so they don't really have time to pay attention to you because they're trying to see if there's going to be some instant connection with somebody. So they're just kind of. Like, okay, I found, I, I met 10 girls, five of them I kind of, I'm, I'm feeling for whatever reason. And so I'm going to see if there's an instant connection. So I'm going to take this one one day, this one the other. When people courted somebody, when there's a courtship, it was just them. It wasn't, mm -hmm. now, if I courted you for a week, two weeks, three weeks, and it didn't last, then we stopped. And then we went to the next person. Now we're courting everybody. We dating everybody at the same time. And yeah. I mean, it is what it is. It's, just an, it's a new generation now. And I know it is, but I believe some old school stuff still works. Mm. Now, L.A., you, you're a single woman. You're on the market, right? Yes, <laughs> I am. W would you like that old school courtship? I'm, you know, I mean. Yes, I would. <laughs> what, what, what would, in your, in your perfect world, what would be ideal to you as far as uh, being courted? into you know a long-term situation well first let me say to the what you were asking angela in the beginning um i watched a, a, a ted talk this morning um by kevin carr c-a-r-r -R, mm -hmm. and he spoke about um dating being dead 
and and mm. and he talks a lot about the generation that we're in um and so I kind of believe that dating is dead also I was married for 16 years but I kind of jumped into my relationship with my ex-husband um and so we jumped into a relationship and the next thing you know 16 years later, we, we got married after nine years of being together. So I feel like the beginning of my relationship with him was a courtship, except we were living together. Things were just totally different. It's not like he came to my house and picked me up and things like that. We were already living together from pretty much a year in. Um, in regards to what would I would like in terms of dating uh, mm-hmm. or courtship, um, I once heard a preacher talk about this acronym called SMIRK. S-M-I-R-K, and it stands for sex, money, intangibles, relationships, and kids. And you want to have this ongoing dialogue around those things so that you can find out if you are compatible with the person that you are pursuing. And so the courtship should be in the understanding of trying to under, of, of trying to get deeper into those issues. Because if homeboy is a freak and I'm not a freak, I need to know that right away because I may not be able to be the right person for him. Or if he wants kids and I don't want any more kids, that's a problem. Intangibles is actually one of the most important, along with religion, because it's little things that we're looking at. You know, does she like flowers? Does she take, does she squeeze the toothpaste in the middle? (laughs) Um, Does she cook? Does she save money? Is she a spender? Um, What are their long-term goals? Those are the intangibles that needs to be looked at so that you can find your compatibility with that person. I find that with my addiction, like my addiction is not about having, so the misconception about sexual addiction, which I'll get into on my first show, is that it's about sex. But there are many different examples of sexual addiction. And mine in particular is in, in revolves around love and intimacy. And so when we are constantly pursuing and being addicted to that, when I meet someone, I want them to be the one. I want, I'm want. i already looking for that to be what it is. And I interact with them from that place. But if dating is dead and people are just looking for hookups, you can imagine how I feel going from person to person looking for where is the connection? Where are those communication cues? How do I, how do I get them to want a court when that's not really the state of where things are right now? So I feel very disappointed by courtship and and the dating scene. And I haven't been on those dating sites yet, but I hope to explore my, um, what I should put up on my profile with one of my shows and get everybody involved in like my own little bachelorette um, podcast. We're going to figure out a way to have everybody help me overcome my issues and give me advice. I may or may not take it on how to do this thing the right way um, with mindfulness, you know? You know, it's funny. Like, I don't like dating. I bet uh, you don't. You want to break to the marriage? No, 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 no. I mean, it's. I'm not saying that it's not important, but the way that dating is, especially nowadays, I'm not a big fan of that whole dating process, right? And it yeah. does sometimes, especially if you say, like, you were in a relationship, and you know that relationship ended. And then now you're back out there and then it does feel like you, you know, you're going up that hill again. And sometimes you're just kind of like, you bring it to the next person, whether it's fair or not. You're just like, Oh God. <laughs> you know? 
I gotta do this again. Like, yeah, yeah, my mother's this, my <laughs> my cousins, you know, you know, it's like it's like you want to fast forward, right? Um, almost. Um, but you really need that point, you know. And I always feel like the people who are great at dating, who are great daters, very successful daters, are probably not great people. <laughs> I think I really believe it. I feel like the people who are really successful at dating, the people who date a lot, who are very good at it, but they're probably not. Think about it. Why they, do you say that? They date a lot. Look, somebody just had alternative facts because I don't know if I. Well, agree I mean, with that. I, I didn't say it for anyone to agree. I'm just saying how I feel. Yeah, but uh, I'm asking you why. Why do you say that? I, I, yeah. I think now, and I'm not saying all. I'm not saying 100. percent I'm just saying that I'm just saying that if you if you date, 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 but nothing ever comes out of it, then it's like, what are you like? What is what is your reason for dating? You know what I'm saying? So like some people, they date a lot. They date, you know, and it, you know, they're getting whatever it is that they're getting out of it. And I don't know necessarily that uh see see like Steph talking about but you know what there's a, there's a lot of truth to that there's people who date for lemon pepper wings you know lemon pepper wings so you thinking you're thinking oh okay I meet this girl Stephanie she's awesome you know we're gonna you know how hopefully something comes about it and she's just like in her head it's like yeah I'm going out this fool he's gonna pay for these wings and these <laughs> Food and drinks, and I'm, you know, so, so professional daters, I I would steer clear of them. To be honest with you, not all, because I'm sure there's some wonderful salt of the earth people, but um, <laughs> salt of the earth people, yeah, yeah but but uh, people like that, people, <laughs> but people like that, you know, I professional daters. Man, the they are they most of them are hustling. If we just be honest, dudes and women, they be hustling. So, you know, they, what's the point of that? Like, I don't get it. Because it's like, think about it. Think about it. So, like, let's say from a man's point of view, right? I'm a professional dater, right? I could put Shannon on my list. I could put. <laughs> I wish there was a way I could throw something through the screen, but um, uh, I would totally be doing that. But um, you know, I could put LA on my list. I could put uh, Steph on the list. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, and a lot of times it's just you know you put a notch. You know, you getting your notches. It's a challenge. They see. I like Dante. Dante knows what's up. What's a challenge? Getting yeah, your challenge. Well, you know, it's it's like this month. I got. To have a bunch of right, bad chicks this month, that you your know, head. LA is my my. What is wait? What month is this? Uh, July. Ju July will be the month of LA. And then you do this? Yes. But think about it. Think about it. It's a week, Kente. Well, I'm, I was being kind. Have I done that? Okay. I'll say I've done done that to a this this degree. 
I've never lied. Like, so when I dated a lot, I was always honest about that. I, I never told a woman that I'm only dating them and I was dating a, a bunch of other people. So I, in that case, yes. But at this point, I am to use Shannon's, you know, term, I date with purpose. So I don't just date a bunch of women. So I like to date somebody and kind of focus and, you know, if it work, it work. If it don't, it don't, you know, like that. Then, you know, Monday is Shannon day. Tuesday is Angela. You know what I'm saying? Like that. I feel like, I feel like, especially at 42 now, um, you know, maybe that worked at 20, but like 42, you know, I, I don't really have that desire anymore. So, you know what I mean? So I want to date a lot of men, but most of them don't have high enough IQ for Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, well, I'm not going to say that because she's going to hit me. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so glad that I read the comments, Kente, because I heard you just saying that and didn't realize that you were saying what Steph was saying. So I was like, what? You want to date a lot of men? No. But really? their IQ isn't high enough for really, you? Like, really? What? Really? Me? <laughs> me? Me? <laughs> oh man that's funny you know what when you first said that what came to my mind is when people put their houses on sale sometimes they do a pre-sale mm-hmm. to see who's interested right and then they put their house officially on the market mm-hmm. and they go in but sometimes that house doesn't sell and you're wondering man that house has been on the market for a while why is nobody buying that house mm-hmm. you need to go inside and take a look at what's going on in there no, yeah, no. Yeah, that's what it reminded Sometimes me of. People miss out on the opportunity to get still a um, grab a deal. Like, there's some pretty houses that get overlooked. Like, uh, see, hey, hey, now, um, like to me, it just seems like people who don't enjoy the process sometimes tend to be, and it's usually because, see, like, if you like the game of it. Like some people love the game of dating, right? They love that part, right? They love the, you know, uh, the pageantry <laughs> or or whatever you want to call it, right? And I think the more people who are really trying to do something, they generally hate it. You know, they hate the BS with it. So that's why a lot of a lot of people get bogged down with it. So that's what I meant by, um, I'd be worried. I'd be weary of somebody who's a quote unquote. See, she says, I don't enjoy the process because it's time consuming dealing with people's poor grammar, Bush, what more Texas and get stood up. See, so, um, you know, I feel you, Steph. I feel you. That's something, too, that I keep hearing about. And I'm not saying I'm awesome or anything, but I haven't had that issue. There's this thing called, um, uh, what is it when, when they stand you up? They, they call it, um, they have another term for it. They use it. Uh, to you mean the, when they just don't talk to you ever again? Ghosting? Well, no, not, exactly. not ghosting. But I mean, like, no, not ghosting. I'm talking about, like, uh, we're supposed to go out on a date, but then they uh, they don't, they don't, um, they, they blow you off. There's a, they use that term a lot. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, where they just kind of blow off your date that you had set up with them. There's a word for that? Yeah, yeah. I hear people use it. Total jerk. Well, yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh what what is it? They, they always talk about it. Uh Steph know what I'm talking about because our boy uses it a lot. When they um when um when uh okay, so I set up a date with LA on Friday and then I'm all ready to get LA. 
disc. <laughs> L.A. don't even, you know, L.A. just blow me off. She don't even really. Uh, anyway, I'm. A, it's gonna come to me. Yeah, but, it'll come to you. But, uh, but like you know, and a lot of times the reason for it is because you know L.A. found something better. So she's like, you know, she's like, well, uh, well, hey, why I shouldn't use myself in that? I should use myself in the better. Uh, example, not the. Why do I put myself in the, the getting, like, blown off, getting blown? They want to call you back uh, or take you back. Right. That's nice, Dre. Not better, more compatible. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, but think about it though. If uh, okay, you have a date with um, what's his name from uh, Flavor Flav. But then Idris Elba comes along. I mean, it just got a whole wife, but okay. No, well, okay. Like, that's a wide, like, what? That's that a is big, such, that was a, that's a big range. <laughs> well, but basically, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, uh, um, you know. So, bro, you know, from the fifth floor, opposed <laughs> to party. Yeah. Dang. Poor, uh, uh, he, you know, he got money, though. Uh, I bet he do. Flavor Flav. You know, the ladies love Flav. <laughs> I can't even say a straight face. Mm. Um, but, yeah, so... Have you, real talk. Okay, have you ever... Have you ever Have you ever done that to a guy where um, he you made a date with a guy, but then you were like... You were like... Uh, you jump shit and bingo. Somebody else came. A better option came along, and you were like, "Yeah," uh, and you were like, "Oh, you know, I don't feel good today. I'm gonna stay in." But you really, you know, have you ever done that? Yeah. Yes. See, see, yes. How Angie's being honest. <laughs> yeah. No. Look, I've never. I haven't, I haven't many had a times. Yet, so, somebody, somebody was a plate. Flaking. Somebody was a plate. It's called field. flaking. 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 That's the that's what it is. Flaking. I like my salmon to be flaking after it's broiled. Right. So when some when okay, so when you have when you blow off a date with somebody, you're flaking, basically, is what they call it. I mean listen, okay. I used to have place fillers. I want to do some on Friday night. You know, I know who's gonna be available to me at any point in time. But if who I really want to come through, then the placeholder get Brushed out. Okay. Let me take some notes. I was How just going to say that. Let me oh, that's that's that really what we're doing out here. That's oh, crazy. You know what? I need some oh, no, you don't. That's wrong. There's no point in being in all my feelings when this is just how. This is every day. This is just how people flex. I mean, I just want to go. So, do you flex? Are you a LA, are you a flaker? I don't even have the opportunity to do it yet. You've never had an opportunity, LA, in your whole I life. I have not had an opportunity. Your whole I've life. I've been married for sixteen years. But you, I stopped. I moved into my house two years ago. Like I haven't had the chance to do very much. Mm. If anything, I've been flaked on. You've been flaked on, really? <laughs> yes. Okay, my, my bad. It's hard out there. up in here. I don't. You know, my thing is like this: is I don't know, like. Wait, this, that's okay. I'm going to come to Toronto and me in L.A. Yes, let's do it, Steph. Um, come. You can stay at my house, no problem. Well, <laughs> I don't know, man. My All right. So, okay, let's go back to this idea of 
because uh, I really want to get deep with you ladies about this because I'm I'm trying to learn something myself. So, okay, so this idea of dating, right? I, I know it. It's been a minute, Angela, since you dated, but you 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 keep your ear to the ground. So I'm you, you and you can talk. You can speak on it. All right. So help me from the lady's point of view is what is going to get LA on a date? What's going to get LA on a date? I can get on a date. I can't keep a date. No, no. What is going to get a guy for you to agree to go on a date with a guy? What is it? You're asking Angela what it's going to take for me. No, I'm asking you. I'm asking. What are you asking? (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, somebody approaches you because they want to go out with you or whatever. Okay. So what are you looking for? What are some of the things that you're looking for? And what are what are some things that turn you off? Where you're like, you up. I don't like a man who's not confident. I like a man who's assertive, who has vision, who I can understand where I can be in his life as a support and where he can support me. Um, I just want to know what stage he is in in his life because I'm, I'm older and people my age tend to be married or they're cheating on their wives. Mm-hmm. So I tend to meet a lot of younger men mm-hmm. and that's difficult because they're not established yet. And even if they really like me, they don't know what they're bringing to the table. If I, ha- I find a young, confident man who, who may be younger, who knows what he's doing, then it's cool. It's, it's clear. Um, I like people who are not afraid of communicating around the hard stuff. Um, I need somebody who's understanding because I'm pretty open and honest, and I don't want somebody to take my vulnerability and use it against me. Um somebody who's compassionate, considerate, you know, I don't know if you can know all of those things right when they're coming up to ask you if you want to go on a date. So I'm pretty like, if I'm, if I'm somewhat intrigued by you based on how you're talking to me, then we can go on a date. Lem- and I want some lemon pepper wings. I have never had those, but you know, that sounds good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. It's not, it's not hard to get me on a date. I find it hard for me to keep a date because I have I think expectations that no longer exist in the dating game because I'm coming out of marriage and people are running like, in these streets here. And I don't know where I fit into all of that. What's your, what's your, what's your expectations? I know I'm not a show. No, no, no. What, what are your expectations? I think my expectations is to be able to do that courting thing that I can, I can meet someone, go out, communicate. They will, you know, text me the next day or call me the next day. They'll express how I how they feel about me. Um, if it was good, I don't want to have to guess that it was good or wondering if they, this person actually likes me. Um, they play this game where they don't really engage you um, and keep you guessing. So I, I just want I want to transparency. Can I, I think is my expectation. Can I say why? But, can I say why? And I want Angie. Can you say why? What? Why? Why go ahead, you, go ahead and say why I can't say. I why see why guys do that, right? Why guys do what? The um, they they really don't want to tell you how they feel about you, and they don't want to um, they try to keep you off. Uh, they're not very clear. They don't give you clarity on how they feel. Right. Okay. okay. So tell me, tell, tell us why. Because he, he don't want to look thirsty. He don't want to, cause that's a thing, right? 
how many times have you heard that uh oh he thirsty or he's you know or or he he's um where where the guy is too um thirsty hilarious hilarious that's funny that's funny or or but uh, i mean but also though a lot of times to get into that move that mode where you you don't want to um you're not you're basically taught as a dude not to put your cards on the table like that right because it looks a certain way or or that's not what you're supposed to do you're supposed to keep her off balance and all of that kind of stuff so um so that's why a lot of guys do that because they've been and then they've been hurt by it so go ahead angela now i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw a different curve on there because we did a um a relationship panel with men and women that was single and engaged and all this stuff. And the guy said that there's a lot of women that want to be married. So they, they go too hard too soon. They like first date, they telling, you know, they want to be married. They want this. And the guy's like, uh-uh, back up. It's the first date. So they are saying that they get thrown off by the forceful conversation on date mm-hmm. one is one of the things that they said. They said women just, like, I get it if you've been married or if you are tired of dating crazy people and you just want to settle down, you know what you're looking for, but we kind of want to cut through the chase, and they're saying it's too much on the first date. Like, you know, like, marriage should not be a word that comes up on the first date. You know, and they were saying that women just kind of hit them with too much. And the communication thing, men just don't communicate well, period. Like, even when they get married, we had my husband and I had to learn communication. Like he came from not not speaking his mind. He just kind of held it in. So he had to learn that. So I know they can send you fluff texts and just when they're trying to get in your drawers, but like real relationship, real feelings, sometimes they don't know how to express stuff. That's just what I was told from men, single, young and old, divorced. This is what they said because they were talking to other women, and I thought that was quite interesting, actually. Yeah, what you said. Don't text me no deep conversations. He said, "I want to have those face to face over the phone, but not be a text." Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. It got really hot, so I had to turn the fan on real quick. Uh, <laughs> but um. Uh, that's okay. That's pretty good. Um, so Shannon, because you know, I really want to get your point of view as well in this conversation. Because one thing I love is that you three ladies are in different places in your relationship life. Like okay. Angela is at the finish line. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. The finish line. I don't I'm not ready to get married if ever again. Wait, you said the finish line. Why did the finish line? You marry. You're happily married. I'm still running this race, baby. People get divorced all the, the time. The point the point I'm making, let me let me finish. <laughs> let me finish. Fix it, Jesus. Fix right. it. Look, that's okay. Look, you're at the, I'm, you're at the, I'm talking about when when you date and it's "Quote unquote successful," and ends in marriage, right? Then it's a whole other race. 
it's a whole other thing. Then it's a a mo worse a race. Yeah, but it's it's like okay, you graduated from college and now you're in med school. No, it's like because not everybody wants to get married, especially not now. Some people don't want to get married. I I would love to have a companion. I love to travel. I like to go to events, and I like to have somebody that comes along with me. But I also am 45. I have my home. I have a great job. Like I can't. I'm. I'm looking for somebody compatible with that. I can't. I, I'm not interested in um, anything different than that. You ain't never too old to get okay, married, but, Stephanie. Really. But um. Uh, but but what I, the point I was making is that you guys are in three different places. Uh, Angela's married. L.A. is recently divorced, and Shannon is knocking on the door of trying to. Uh, he wants to be married, right? We can agree on, that, right? Those three different. Those are three different perspectives of where you guys are at, and I fi- I find it very interesting too about exactly what it is that you guys want. Um. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's Angela. It was, it's Angela. Oh, and there she goes. So I want to start off with you, Shannon, because I, I have an idea of, based on conversations we've had on this show and others, of what you're looking for. But it's, you know, I want to know, talk, speak to the depth of what you're looking for. And is there a timetable that you have? Or is it basically, you're, you know, until it happens, you know, do you have a cutoff date? Like if it don't happen by, you know, 49, I'm going to just get some cats, you know, <laughs> like, like what's the deal? Like, I'm trying to get an idea of. Oh, disrespectful. <laughs> I'm trying to get an idea of what you're thinking. Good thing I came prepared. Yes, good. I am looking for a individual who likes long walks on the beach and intellectual conversations who will let me eat half of the tacos and go out and get some more even though he didn't get any of the first run. <laughs> who likes to travel believe in um, other things outside of work because I don't do workaholics. Loves Jesus, doesn't smoke, um, and has strong family and worth ethic. But that's I do not have I do not have a timetable because I don't have any desire to put a bun in the oven. My oven was unplugged and sold off to science. So but I do welcome men with children, those who love to adopt, foster and mentor. Um. Yeah, but and will watch Netflix with me and not say, "Oh, I'm sorry, I already saw that show." Yeah, no. <laughs> not that you gave it any thought, though, Shannon. The Shannon if you were if you were okay with married men, I think John Gray would be perfect for you because he. Oh my right! He's perfect. I mean, he's those no. things, right? And that's why I know you don't care about me. You don't value my life. 
because you throw the most undercutted shade on all the segments when you ask me about my style. I'm gonna tell you the pit pat answer so we can move on from Shannon. What God has for me is for me. And according to Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you a hope and a future. And it does not include John Gray. Well, we're going down the road. Can I, past that. Can, I, can I say something before? Not about me. No, no. I feel like in the we said that I feel like the shade, no shade at all. No shade. I'm not a shady person, so no shade at all. But it, I think it's very important to get an idea of you ladies, what you guys are thinking for this conversation. So, and I think it's very important. So, thank you for sharing that with us, Shannon. All right. What? What? You know what? This is not a battlefield here. All right. It's not. It's a war zone, and you lost. Okay. Where's my dog at? Attack. <laughs> Attack. Well, you know what? Also, communicating what you want is also important because I Thank might be you. thinking I'm speaking the language that I'm that my heart intends, but some of the feedback that I get is that I just look I might come across like I just want a good time. And yeah. so I have to figure out what am I doing to make it seem like I just want to have a good time because I do want to have a good time, but I want to have a good time within, you know, a committed relationship, a, a monogamous relationship. Yeah. Um, and I'm funny that, but I'm not just yeah, funny. Really. You know, you are wanting to help people and develop authentic relationship with them. They say yeah. you. Have, they say you have bedroom eyes. You ever heard that? You never heard that before. That I have bedroom eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I've heard I have nice eyes. I don't know if they went as far as to say it was bedroom eyes. Mm. But um, I think I'm misinterpreted because I'm open and I'm free and I'm, you know, that usually goes along with the girl who just wants to have fun. And it usually just makes me go to bed crying because I'm misinterpreted all the time. <laughs> That's my song. Yeah. Girls. Definitely, I get married. He needs to have his own bed. Wow, his own bedroom. Well, can we pause and say hello to all the people on the yes. sidelines? Um, who includes Stephanie, Dre, Dante, Melvin, Gabe, and Angela? I guess is trying to come back in. Um, and we've had several other people in and out of the room. Um, thank you guys so much for joining in on this conversation. We appreciate mm -hmm. it. All right, so since our other guest is uh, having technical difficulties, we will focus on you, LA. It's all about you, LA. How, I, how much longer does this heat come on? <laughs> so, I, I hope so, I help you, no okay. way. Let's talk about uh, holidays. Um, holidays, okay. Yeah, holidays. Um, now, sorry, something was going on up front. So um, you have, you know, you have uh, Valentine's Day, big holiday. You know, uh, you also, it says it won't let her back in. Uh, try refreshing. No, you're not recording talking like that. Re yeah, just refresh. All right. So um, when it comes to, you know, those special days and whatnot, how important is it to you? Are you one of those people, are you one of those people every day? needs to be those days that is correct 
because every day does need to be those days. <laughs> have a great life every Listen, day. I just want to light up the life of the person I'm with every chance I get. I mean, that's the point for me. I want to make them feel like they're the most important person in the world so that they can be the best that they can be out there. And it just makes me happy. It makes them happy. Because when you're supported and you're doing what your, your life's purpose, I mean, I don't know any reason why you would want something different than that. That part, I'm going to treat him the way I treat Taco. <laughs> you going to do what? She, she's going to treat him the way she treats tacos. Oh, wow. Wow, wow. Oh, okay. I see it now. All right. So. Uh, but yeah, holidays, holidays are great because it gives you an opportunity to highlight, I guess, you know, highlight what you love about that person. But bring the camera down. It's not the really, it's not really the most important for me. Oh, Ellie, bring the camera down a little bit. Oh, sorry. There you go. Holidays are stressful to, you know, it's so funny. The reason why I bring it up is I hear a lot of people talk about the stress of it. Well, I hear a lot of women talk about it. Like, like if there's some women who all their friends are booed up on those love holidays, like um, Valentine's Day or even their birthday, if you want to call it a holiday. Um, and, <laughs> you know, you know, they feel sad about it because they're not in relationships or whatever. And then, you know, and then others will feel like, or some people will date someone just so they'll have somebody for those days. Like, um, like they'll, they'll, they'll start dating someone right after Thanksgiving all the way until March. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I tend to go away on holidays, especially uh, the big ones me. so that I'm not at home dwelling in the fact that I'm by myself and everybody else is booed up. Mm -hmm. So I tend to go on vacation a lot during the holidays. Mm. So it does to a certain degree. Do you, do you feel the, you know, um, I feel that I don't have what I used to have for 16 years. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah, I feel that, but it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with being alone on the holidays. It just, I want to put myself in a position where I can enjoy myself and not reflect on what I don't have. I want to be grateful for what I do have so that I can add more to that. Um, I don't want to think about what I don't have. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, I, I mean, I, I can understand why somebody would feel that way, that way. But, you know, I mean, I don't know. I don't look at other people's success or their happiness as some kind of slight on my own. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So, like, it's like if I had a kid and, you know, my kid was going to prison and my neighbor's kid is going to Harvard, I'm not going to, you know, be mad at his kid going to Harvard and my kid going to prison. You know what I mean? So, uh, nobody's cam is loading up. Uh, I think people might, if you can't see us, uh, please refresh. Uh, it can be triggering, especially if you have a family. Yes. That's another thing. You're having families. Family members. I just don't go anymore. They don't know how to act. Mm -hmm. See, I tend to, um, I'm like LA, I tend to travel on holidays. Um, most of my family lives in cold climate, so I tend not to go home for holidays because there have been a couple of times where I've gotten stranded. Um, <laughs> so I tend to stick in the warmer climates, southern states, or beaches and islands. Um, or I stay at home because I mean I live on an island, so 
I think a lot of people are missing the show, Kinte. Yeah. Um, can, if you guys can't see, please refresh. I think there's something going on with the site because uh, if you can see us and hear us fine, uh, please press one in the chat. Uh, Antonio, uh, Angela is supposed to be in. Okay. So that's only one, two, three, four people. Uh, and two people are in the room. It's the site. We have to oh, Right now on, um, well, okay, if you're on, uh, if you're on, wait, I hear. Uh, where's the um, the echo? Uh, okay, the echo. It's not me. No, it's, it's coming from LA. Uh, yeah, you guys might have to close the the app now, as Dante's saying, and come back in. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Um, okay. my phone's gonna die, guys. Okay, uh, it's about to die right now. Two. Oh, okay. All right. So before we um before we lose you, I wanna cocktails. What can we expect on cocktails? Um so okay, cocktails is going to be uh discussions, conversations. Uh really it's about storytelling. So I'm gonna get either bring in stories to tell, tell my own stories, or interview people around the stories that they have. And it's called cocktails because Either men or women have interactions with that member of the of the male, and um, there's stories around those that that member that are sometimes really funny and sometimes heartbreaking. But either way, they're really important stories to tell so that we can learn from it. It's always about learning. Um, there's going to be a sex education component. Not every week. I haven't decided that yet. But there'll be a sex education component. There'll be resources on the site um, for people. Like I just read an article today that um, people often confuse trauma with being compatible. Um, and so codependency is very real in relationships and mm -hmm. things like that. So we'll talk about we'll talk about stories where we where people kind of acknowledge that that's what they've been going through. Mm -hmm. And we learn from their personal perspectives. Um, sometimes we'll have girls nights where all four windows will be occupied by the women having a pajama party. They got to come up in their pajamas and they got to talk about the things that girls talk about. And if men aren't usually there, but men might be in the chat room kind of getting to be a fly on the wall. I got to um, go get some pajamas. <laughs> you better get some pajamas, Shannon. Um, and just calling, calling each other out on our stuff. I mean... I, I've hurt a lot of people and I've been hurt by a lot of people and there's things to be learned from those stories and that's what it's all about. You'll see. I can't wait. Now, where's it going to be at? I'm going to do it in the beginning here on Get Vocal and I hope to be able to, if it doesn't match what is happening, then I'll, I'll look for another platform. Uh, TCN is interested in having me do the show there, but I don't know how much flexibility I have on the station. So right now with Get Vocal, I have a lot more flexibility and I love the audience here and I love the interaction. Um, TCN is taking all the vocals talent. No, 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 no. Don't say that. Um, but yeah, Get Vocal is where we're going to start it. And um, I, I really, really look forward to starting this process because I think it's going to be cathartic for me also. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I remember you. You were talking about it, and I'm so glad that it's here. And your promo, 
Um, your promos are awesome. Yes, yeah, so if anyone needs a promo, they can hit up Potential Films because they do a really good job. They can put all your content together and make it happen. That's yeah, awesome. Very good. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Thank uh, you. you know, we, we all love you here, and uh, we're all looking forward to what you have to offer. I appreciate that. I feel supported and loved by the, the family at Get Vocal for sure. We need to do a hookup thing, like where we all get to, see, it's my language. This is why I get into trouble. I don't really mean a hookup thing. I just mean we should we all get together. We know what you mean. We know what you mean. Yeah, we should all get mm-hmm. together. We, and, and maybe every every year or something, we pick a different state where we can go and, and meet up. Yeah. Where everybody That's throws their keys in a, uh, in a bag. And that sounds good. We can do that, that. sounds good. Yeah, yeah, so- <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know. We can't get Angela back. Uh, so uh, we will do is uh, how can we get you, L.A., in social media and all that good stuff? And when can we catch both the Elephant Room and Cocktail? And where? Okay. So um, on Twitter, I am L.A. Wade 6. On Instagram, I am Cocktails with L.A. I also have the Elephant Room TV. And um, the Elephant Room is live every Friday from 4 to 5 Eastern Standard Time. But really, you can log on and watch the show anytime you want. Um, you can watch it live or you can watch the rebroadcast. It, it rebroadcasts right after we finish taping it. So you can really watch it at any time you want. Um, cocktails, uh, maybe after the long weekend in August, we'll, we, we'll probably resurrect something. Uh, there's just a lot of traveling happening. So... And I want to gather stories from my travels. So we'll we'll see what happens. So stay tuned. I will let you know for sure. And Too Short had uh, one of his albums was called Cocktails. So you might. Oh, but did they spell it the same way? I don't remember. Yeah, we're we're right. definitely going to have to do some cocktail pairings. So the right cocktail with the right cocktail. <laughs> okay. That sounds weird, but it's true. A drink right. with the story. Is all I could tell you. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it. Cocktail. That's yeah. funny. Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. That's good. I love it. I love it. All right. Thank um, you so much for having me, you guys. Thank you. You know, I always enjoy uh, having the You're opportunity. Very supportive. I appreciate both of you so much, and everybody else in the chat. I miss. I miss everyone. I don't get to come online very much, but this was great. Thank you. I needed that. Any excuse to we drag you on? Yeah. <laughs> I'm available. Don't worry. I'm here for you. All right, so Shannon, how can we get you in social media and tell us about your show as well? Okay, so I'm about to put in a shameless plug because I'm. If anybody knows me, um, I travel for food, and so um, <laughs> from the prompting of my friends, I have started salty, savory, spicy, sweet on IG. Um, you have to check it out, follow. It's all my food posts from every place I've been. Um, I add pictures. I'm trying to do it daily, but I'm also trying to be an ambassador for iBuyDirect, so I have to pair with a sister. Um, for IG, Twitter, and Facebook, for personal, uh, Shannon Ford of the President, hyphen Jefferson of the President. Um, I do write poetry. I have five books out on Amazon.com, same name. And I have a show on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. called A Set Apart Woman, um, by a woman for women and the men who love them. Um, and I'm currently doing a seven-part series relationships that you should get right um and yesterday we started with yourself so join us um on sundays um kente how can we follow you on kente F on twitter and kente ferguson on instagram 
Uh, we'll be back Thursday with the Cinema de Fromage. We'll be doing, uh, you'll appreciate this one, um, L.A. We're going to be reviewing the film Strange Brew, which is a Canadian staple. Oh, so, look at uh, you guys. <laughs> so I think I got to uh, log on just for that. Is it the same time? Uh, yeah, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern. A, see, I'm getting in Strange Brew. Uh, you hear that like a million times in that movie, eh? But um, so uh, that is this Thursday, and of course we'll be back with an all new episode of Men and Women Talk the Mars Venus Show. I want to thank everybody for coming out. Uh, and big shout out, to, of course, everybody in the room. But brother Melvin, I'm I've been working so much on Friday, so I've been missing your show, and unfortunately, I've I've missed Shannon's show as well. But uh, please check both of these ladies out, of course, and. Our, our special guest, L.A., they do great work. And Brother Dre, too, on Thursdays. He does his program as well. And um, and also, uh, we have um, uh, Gabe, too. Gabe uh, is on all the time doing content as well. So definitely check him out. With all that said... Do you know Angela's content? Oh, where is she at? Um, I don't have it. I, I, uh, yeah. Does she have the show that she does? Dre will be on Melvin's show on Friday, so make sure y'all stay tuned to that because it'll be talking about I think fatherhood and life. So and 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 Steph too. Shout out to Steph. Her show is amazing. Uh, it's the you have to it's a, you have to have your special golden ticket to see it though. When so, is that? I can't say it. It's a it's you have to be in a Stephanie. Okay, well somebody hit me. Plug you have me to be in, in a Stephanie Illuminati. To, uh, oh. <laughs> to to get it. Won't be there, so sorry, boo. So okay, not at all. We'll catch you next time. Please and God bless and have a great week. Bye. Bye.